Last week's program offered an expat's view of living in Vietnam, Malta, Malaysia, and Ecuador, according to International Living's Global Retirement Index. Today's program will take you to Portugal, Colombia, Mexico, Panama, and Costa Rica. So let's get started with Terry Cole's description of her life in Portugal. It's no wonder that Portugal has topped the charts of best places to retire through the years. This tiny country in the southwest corner of Europe has something for everyone. Vibrant cities full of old-world charm, miles of golden sandy beaches, green rolling hills, some of the best health care in the world, low cost of living and safety. But for me, the best part about living in Portugal is the people. The Portuguese people are warm, friendly, and greet everyone with double-cheeked kisses. Since English is taught in the schools, many Portuguese speak some English, which makes retiring here a little easier. Last year, my husband Clyde took our car into a service center for an oil change. To pass the time, he went next door to a family-run cafe for a cup of coffee. The lady of the house was in the next room preparing to serve lunch to her family and insisted that Clyde join them. Since he had already eaten, he declined but had to smile about her generous offer. If you are looking to retire in a city full of old-world charm, check out Lisbon. The city comes alive with colorful tiles, museums, palaces, nightlife, and a tram system that navigates the steep cobbled roads. Take a deep breath and inhale the sweetness of the pastries that are all around. Sample an original custard tart in the famous bakery of Bellum that has been baking these delectable treats since 1837. Head north to Portugal's second largest city, Porto, famous for its production of port wine, stately bridges, a colorful riverfront area, university vibe, and tours along the Douro River. There is so much to explore. Porto has an international airport, one of three in the entire country, which makes it easy to come and go. Looking to retire and live without a car? then city life in either Lisbon or Porto might be for you. Portugal has an excellent long-distance bus and train system, also making it easy to visit other areas of the country. South of Lisbon is Alentejo, region that includes the cities of Beja and Evora, the largest and most rural region of the country. It's famous for the fields of wildflowers, stately cork oaks, historic towns, and a sparse population. Life here is slow. Winters are cool and summers are hot and dry. The southernmost region of Portugal is the Algarve, known for its Atlantic beaches, fishing villages, golf resorts, water parks, hot, dry summers, and tourists. Due to its long history of British tourists coming here on holiday, English is widely spoken. So how much do you need to retire in Portugal? Although it depends on many factors, you can estimate that you can live on about one-third less here. A couple can live comfortably, but not lavishly, in Portugal on 2500 per month. 
If you want to live in Lisbon, Porto, Cascais, or Algarve, you should bump that number up to $3,000 or more. My husband Clyde and I have called Portugal our home for over two years now. We began life here one hour north of Lisbon near the city of Caldeira da Rainha for just $400 per month. We rented a fully furnished three-bedroom home. The house offered views of lush rolling hills and fertile farmland that we loved. But the winters were too cold and wet for us, so we moved further south. Now we live in Vilamora, an unincorporated area near the city of Cartira. Here we rent a two-bedroom condominium and a gated complex with a pool for $1,030 per month. We love Portugal and have never regretted our decision to move here. Now we're going to Colombia. Located at the southern tip of South America, the gateway country of Colombia is where the Pacific and the Caribbean collide with the Andes Mountains and the Amazon rainforest. It's a country that is more beautiful, dramatic, and diverse than nearly any other. It offers colonial towns and thriving cosmopolitan cities, places to enjoy the mountains and the Caribbean beach towns to soak up the sun. Just three hours from Miami and Fort Lauderdale, Colombia welcomes nonstop flights into its major cities of Bogota, Medellin, Armenia, Barranquilla, Santa Marta, Cartagena, and Cali. Colombia offers something that will appeal to just about everyone. You will find that Colombia is a more developed country than most in Latin America. With the infrastructure, modern products, and services you'd expect in a country on the move, Colombia is no longer Latin America's best-kept secret because more and more expats are moving here to start a new life in this beautiful country, either retiring or continuing to generate an income. Colombia provides high-quality health care at a low cost with easy access for expats. I spent 30 years working in health care when I lived in the States, so I know good health care when I see it. The World Health Organization, WHO, ranks Colombia's health system at number 22 in the world, far better than Canada at number 30, and the U.S. at number 37. Colombia is home to 24 of the top 58 Latin American hospitals. Four of them are Joint Commission International Accredited Hospitals. Two are in the capital of Bogota, one is in Medellin, and one is in Bucaramanga. Medellin is one of the fastest-growing expat havens in Colombia. Due to the near-perfect climate, flowers are constantly in bloom and dot the streets with color year-round. Spend just a few hours walking around the city and you will see why it is nicknamed the City of Eternal Spring. This is what first drew me to the city. I lived in Maine for 27 years before I moved to Medellin in 2012, and I am ecstatic to announce that I have not had to deal with snow since my move. If you want hot and tropical, consider retiring to the lovely Caribbean coastal cities of Santa Marta or Cartagena. These cities have havens for sun and sea worshippers. The clear, tranquil waters off the beaches offer scuba divers the opportunity to spend hours exploring the coral reefs and photographing the large variety of vibrant colored tropical fish who have made their homes in the wrecks or spend hours soaking up the sun on the sandy beaches. 
Eddie Echeverry opened the Café Tree Boutique Hostel in the quaint town of Salento within Colombia's Coffee Triangle. He says for tourists, they kill three birds with one stone in Salento. There is colonial architecture, coffee farms, and then one thing no other town has, even other colonials, Valle Cocora. It's the number one attraction. It's a beautiful hike of five to six hours that takes you through a striking landscape. I haven't met anybody who wasn't impressed by it. Visiting Colombia is simple. You can come for 90 days with just your U.S., EU, Canadian, or Australian passport, and then extend for another 90 days. Retirement visas are relatively easy to get, require proof of at least $750 per month Social Security or $2,500 from private pension or 401k. Retirement dollars go much further in Colombia. A couple can live in many cities around Colombia for $2,000 per month or less. Michael Husby freelances as a copywriter for clients around the world from his home in the Coffee Triangle region. My top floor apartment in Manizales offers a gym and a balcony, costs $500 per month. I found this accommodation through Airbnb. Many of the country's larger cities also have English language websites dedicated to helping expats find housing. Other living expenses are likewise significantly cheaper than in the U.S. In Manizales, a movie theater ticket costs $2, beer at a bar $1, and cross-town taxi rarely costs more than $5. The dark days of Colombia's past are gone, and it has been transformed into a country that is thriving. One of the best things about the country is the warm, welcoming Colombian people. Don't let a lack of Spanish keep you from trying out life here. As the expression goes, you don't meet a Colombian, you meet an entire family. Here, you will always feel a part of the community. Mexico has been a retirement haven for residents of its North American neighbors to the north for 50 or 60 years. More than one million Americans and half a million Canadians call the country home today. Living there either full-time or part of the year, often in the winter to escape cold weather, this makes Mexico one of the most popular, if not the most popular, expat destinations in the world. That makes your transition to a new life in Mexico all that much easier. This large expat community is very welcoming to newcomers, and there is no shortage of activities, clubs, events, happy hours, and more to take part in. You can easily meet new people and make friends. Plus, because of its proximity and trade and cultural ties to the United States, you'll find that much of what you find on store shelves, on restaurant plates, on TV, and elsewhere is familiar to you. And you have modern conveniences like a well-maintained highway network, cell phone service, high-speed internet, including fiber optic, cable and satellite TV, and any other amenity you might want. Yet, at the same time, the distinct culture of Mexico is still very much alive, with its traditions, celebrations, and holidays very much in evidence throughout the year. The Mexican people have a real zest for life, with plenty of singing and dancing in the streets, welcoming attitudes towards new neighbors, 
and a live and let live attitude. Oh, and don't forget the food, which comes in as many varieties as their distinct regions. It's not just tacos, although they all are very delicious. You have ceviche and other seafood on the coast, the marinated roast pork cochinita of the Maya people in the Yucatan, hefty tortas or sandwiches at street stalls, and grilled corn slathered in mayo and cheese, and sprinkled heavily with chili powder. And that's just a small taste of the real Mexican cuisine. Those who move to Mexico are drawn by a multitude of other benefits, too. A retired couple can live well in Mexico on a fraction of what they might spend back home. Cost of living is, of course, very dependent on specific people and their lifestyle. But on average, you could spend under $2,000 per month per couple, for all expenses, and have a life filled with fun, no scrimping necessary. This is possible because of low-cost real estate to rent and buy, affordable food at the market and in restaurants, cheap transportation, low-cost medical care, free and affordable entertainment options, and more. With locations like world-class big cities, rural villages, colonial towns, funky beach towns, or bustling resort areas, the dry heat of Los Cabos or the Southern California perfect climate of Northern Baja. With so many locations to choose from, there really is something for everybody in Mexico. And now we're going to move on to Panama. Panama has ranked at the top of International Living's Retirement Index many times for many reasons. Even after all these years, the country consistently delivers when it comes to overall value. This is particularly true for anyone looking to stay in the Western Hemisphere. Panama offers ocean views, warm weather, and big city amenities in a hurricane-free environment. Think about it, how many places in the region offer so much while also making it easy and affordable to live there. We enjoy very mild weather, the rainy season, May through November. We have mostly sunny mornings with just an hour or two of rain in the afternoon. Daily highs in the cities and beaches usually around 88 degrees with lows of 78. Yet in the mountain towns like Bouquet and El Valle, Temperatures are 10 to 15 degrees cooler. Panama's location also has made it the ideal hub of the Americas. The Panama Canal makes it one of the richest countries in the regions, and it's just over three hours from Miami, and many airlines that serve the U.S. offer direct flights here. Panama's Copa Airlines is one of the best regional airlines, while Tocumen International Airport is the best airport in Central America. It's easy to travel in the country, too. We have reliable intercity buses and domestic flights to multiple destinations. The capital, Panama City, is home to Central America's only light rail or metro system. The infrastructure here is top-notch across the board. Panama is one of the few countries in the region that boasts well-paved roads, potable tap water, and top-notch internet and cell phone connections. And yet, Panama remains affordable and accessible. The pensionata, or pensioner visa, has earned Panama a top score year after year in the benefits and discounts category of the index. The program was created to ensure retired Panamanians could live with dignity as active members of society. If you have a pension, 
Regardless of your age, you too can apply to become a resident pensionado. The main requirement is straightforward. You must have a pension of at least $1,000 a month. Once you become a retiree resident of Panama, you gain access to all of the pensioner discounts offered to locals. Jessica Ramesh says, On my budget, I can afford to go out often. From film and music festivals to gourmet restaurants and wine expos, I'm spoiled for choice. This is Central America's most modern happening city. It's incredibly international, and whatever your interests, they're likely to be represented here. There are language and cultural institutes, museums and galleries, sporting and fitness events of every type. From skydiving clubs to motorcycle enthusiasts, I've seen it all. My vacations and weekends away are inexpensive, though they seem very glamorous to my friends back in the U.S. I can get a round-trip ferry ticket to Taboga Island for $20. Contador Island is a little more upscale. The ferry costs about $98 and takes less than two hours. Or I can hop in my car and within an hour and at a very little expense find myself in a completely different environment. There are beaches like Chaim, Gargona, and Coronado. The mountain town of Cerro, Azul, Campana National Park. Again, I'm spoiled for choice. Staying home is fun, too. In Panama City, we now have great options for everything from sushi to sashimi to pizza and pasta. Many restaurants offer delivery, and with services like Uber Eats, things have only gotten easier. The food scene is so exciting that in 2019, UNESCO recognized Panama City as an Ibero-American capital of culture with a rich culinary landscape. Of course, you don't have to be in the city to enjoy a great meal. I have had excellent Indian food in Caribbean Bocas del Toro, Peruvian in the mountain hamlet of Bocay, Argentinian in Beachy San Carlos, Cambodian in the rural village of Santa Fe, and Italian in the crater town of El Valle. At supermarkets and shops across the country, you'll find cheap local produce and products as well as imports from around the globe. From European cheeses to primo-aged beef, you can get pretty much anything you want. And when it comes to wine, the prices and selection are unbelievable. By the way, from wine shops to pharmacies to supermarkets, there are plenty of companies here that offer home delivery. Then there's the worry-free health care. Panama's private facilities are among the best in the region, and there are English-speaking doctors all over the country. I pay $10 to $20 to see a doctor, $40 for dental cleanings, and $100 for five chiropractic sessions. My health insurance is less than $150 a month. I no longer worry about getting older and having medical bills eat up all of my savings. Add to that the warm and welcoming people I have met here, the fertile land yielding abundant crops, the two coastlines lined with beaches, and it's easy to see why I choose to stay. I have been here since 2005, and my life has just gotten better and better. Sure, I enjoy traveling and exploring different parts of the world, but I'm always thrilled to come home. For me, Panama still checks all of the boxes. 
And now the number one country in International Living's Retirement Index, Costa Rica. And Kathleen Evans tells us about her life there. On the narrow volcanic isthmus of land between the continents of North and South America, there exists a country so rich in natural beauty, the adjective is actually in its name, Rich Coast, or Costa Rica. It attracts millions of visitors and foreign residents throughout the year with its tropical climate, lower cost of living, friendly locals, affordable medical care, vast real estate options, and of course, its natural beauty. Earning the nickname Switzerland of Central America, this peace-loving democracy shines in a region often plagued by political and civil unrest. Costa Rica abolished their army in 1948 and pledged that budget to education and health care, resulting in a well-educated population and medical access for all citizens and legal residents. This republic is internationally known for its safety, neutrality, and commitment to the environment, with roughly a quarter of its land protected as national parks and wildlife refuges. The current democratic government under Carlos Alvarado Caseda is considered progressive, and LGBTQ equal rights are mandated, officially legalizing same-sex marriage in May of 2020, a rare policy to find in Latin America. Once you have acquired your residency, you pay approximately 7 to 11 percent of your reported monthly income, and forgive my pronunciation, into the Caja Costariesense de Suaro Social Healthcare System, or Caja for short, and the national medical program is available to you without pre-existing exclusions or age disallowance. Residents have the option to blend public health care with private medical care, either through out-of-pocket self-insuring or with the purchase of insurance policies. You can purchase these through familiar names like Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, Aetna, or a Costa Rican private policy, all at a fraction of the cost compared to the U.S. You will find three JCI-accredited private hospitals in the San Jose area, as well as numerous private clinics throughout the country. The public system has over 29 hospitals and nearly 250 regional clinics, making it easy to find health care no matter where you choose to settle. A couple can live comfortably here, but not necessarily extravagantly, for around $2,000 a month. This includes renting a two-bedroom home with North American amenities, air conditioning, plus groceries, entertainment, transportation, and health care. If your monthly budget is closer to $2,500 to $3,000, you will find a relaxed lifestyle with every comfort you require. One of the things you hear often from expats is how warm and welcoming the Ticos, or Costa Ricans, are. They are wonderful people, eager to share the magic of their culture, food, and traditions with foreigners. You will also find engaging international communities of expats who will help you through the process of acclimation. The vast majority of new arrivals say it is very easy to make friends and fit in here. 
Black Americans are also finding peace in Costa Rica, away from the systemic racism associated with the U.S. The Costa Rican government's official proclamation rejects all forms of racism and discrimination. Pura Vida is a common Costa Rican phrase. Although it translates to pure life, this definition merely scratches the surface of a phrase deeply woven into Costa Rican culture and used to convey anything from hello and goodbye to great news, cheers, and countless declarations in between. Expat Nicole Rangel explains it in this way. What makes Pura Vida such a check-all statement is that it translates to more than just a greeting. It is a solution, an action, and a way of life. When you approach life with a Pura Vida state of mind, you are opening yourself up to the possibilities of life beyond what you experienced before. You are sharing together in this communal acceptance that life doesn't have to be controlled or mandated. You can make it what you want. You can have friends you never thought you would have. You experience things you never thought possible because you are opening up to a life less complicated. And that is why so many people come to Costa Rica and find the best version of themselves. They embrace a new appreciation on life. It's just a bonus that is in such a beautiful setting, she continues. Most expats will confirm living a healthier lifestyle once they arrive. Costa Rica is an outdoor culture with no shortage of physical activities from fishing, golfing, and horseback riding to hiking, surfing, and yoga. Plus, there are less processed foods and abundantly healthy choices of locally grown fruits, vegetables, organic eggs, and endless seafood and grass-fed beef. It is no surprise to hear reports about expats having shed unwanted weight, taking fewer prescription drugs, and overall, better fitness of mind, body, and soul. Since this is one of the world's blue zones, a geographical area that has a population of centenarians higher than most anywhere in the world. Costa Rica, like all of Latin America, is predominantly Roman Catholic with approximately 75% identifying with Catholicism. However, you will not find the deeply rooted religious holiday traditions you find in other Latin countries. Costa Rica is considered quite secular. The government assures religious freedom for all. You will also find evangelicals, Protestants, Jehovah Witnesses, and a small number of Jews, Mormons, and Muslims. Expats who settle in larger international communities will find English-speaking churches, primarily non-denominational Protestants. With a dozen official climate zones and hundreds of microclimates, there is some place for everyone's personal weather preference. And like everywhere in the world, the pandemic has dealt Costa Rican economy a harsh blow and put strains on the healthcare system. Even so, the country remains a good long-term bet. As we move toward a post-COVID world, given its natural beauty, resilient population, and progressive vision. As we look at this week's options and back to last week's, we have quite a variety of international retirement options. Portugal, Colombia, Mexico, Panama, Costa Rica, Vietnam, Ecuador, Malta, and Malaysia. 
And even if retiring abroad isn't for you, perhaps the information has prompted thoughts of vacationing in one of these countries once we are free to travel again. Thanks for listening, and until next week, I'm Kathy Van Skoyke.